appearance of her son and his new bride. Sources close to socialite Lynn Doran say she is as determined as ever to find them. The tenacious Mrs. Doran is currently offering just over three million for information leading to the safe return of Malcolm and Jane Doran, who were married on March 3rd in what many were calling the wedding of the century. Just hours later, however, their automobile was involved in a bizarre multi-car accident on Park Avenue. Although most injuries were minor, Yuri Renard, the Doran's family driver, was pronounced dead at the scene. Malcolm and Jane, however, seemed to have simply vanished from the car, and the notorious playboy and his new wife have not been seen or heard from since. There is nothing on earth that would stop my son from letting me know if he were all right, Mrs. Doran insisted on the morning after the accident. Looking more disheveled than we have seen her since the tragic death of her daughter 22 years before, the Upper East Side maven went on to speculate that Malcolm and Jane must both be suffering amnesia following the trauma of the crash. The investigators of the NYPD have been looking into some much more disturbing scenarios, although so far they are reluctant to go on record with them. Yuri Renard's head wound was weird a source close to the investigation, swore on the condition of anonymity. And they found the Doran couple's fingerprints in a taxi that was in the accident, too. But no one can find its driver. If Malcolm was high, he could have freaked out and attacked Yuri, and then tried to get away. Maybe that's what caused the pileup, even. The NYPD officially denies that this possibility is being pursued but reiterates that Malcolm and Jane Doran are persons of interest in the puzzling crash. Anyone with information is asked to call the tip line at the bottom of the page. Jane sighed and sipped her coffee. It was hard reading that Malcolm was a drugged-out criminal after everything he had given up to help her. Jane was the one who had killed Yuri, the Doran's creepy driver and sometime hitman, the day before her wedding, and she had been completely sober when she had done it. Not to mention that I never actually changed my last name, she muttered, stabbing at a printed Jane Doran with one rather ragged fingernail. The Goa sand polish from her wedding day was so chipped, it looked more like camo. How did she get Yuri's corpse onto the scene so fast, Jane wondered. Had they stashed the thing in a closet somewhere just in case? And what the hell did they do with my tree? The cause of the pileup wouldn't have been nearly so mysterious if the tree that Jane magically uprooted from the median had still been lying across the downtown-bound lanes of Park Avenue when the police had arrived. Lynn must have gone into overdrive to manufacture her cover-up. Or maybe witches had some way of altering people's memories. Jane set the newspaper down, unable to read one more sentence about Lynn's grief. This was, after all, the same woman who had ordered her son to murder Jane's grandmother, seduce Jane, and impregnate her with a witch daughter so that Lynn could kill Jane off and raise the baby as her own. Witch's powers could only be passed through the female line, and Lynn's only daughter, Annette, had died tragically when she was just six years old, swept off to sea one day on the beach. Jane, a full-blooded witch, who only recently learned of her powers, had become their very sickening plan B. To read about how Lynn already considered Jane a daughter, 
and hoped the girl's dear departed family members were watching from above so they could see how hard Lynn was working to bring her back home made Jane feel nauseated. Distant thunder rolled overhead, and Jane wondered if her grandmother really was watching from above. Like Jane and all the women in her bloodline, Celine Boyle had been a witch. Jane's powers disrupted nearby electronics whenever she was upset or emotional. Grand's excess emotions had boiled over as thunderstorms. If she really was still watching in some way, then clearly she saw eye to eye with Jane when it came to Lynn's crocodile tears. Jane picked at the cardboard heat guard on her coffee cup. There was still so much she didn't know about her own power, and it didn't look as though she'd be learning any more at her present rate. I'm doing this all wrong, she fretted miserably. But what choice do I have? The whole